0: So do you ever get the stink eye from the security guy at Walmart?
1: Very rarely, but I know that stink eye when I see it.
0: Right? Mm-hmm. And it's it's terrifying. Well, we're we're going to find out about somebody who, who got the stink eye for the right reason.
1: Okay. We'll also tell you a story of a Florida freak who makes a run for the border, but not to the place you might think. Now I just want tacos. Mm.
0: Also on this podcast, we're going to put the crack into Crack Pipe. Oh. oh, actually, I got that backwards. We're okay. gonna we're gonna put the crack pipe. Never mind. You'll figure it out.
1: We'll figure it out. All that and more coming up on this week's episode of the Florida Freak Show. Hurry, 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 ladies and gents, boys and girls, step right up for the Florida Freak Show. Welcome back to the Florida Freak Show. I'm Corey O'Donnell, and
0: I'm Kirsten O'Donnell. And if
1: you've ever read a Florida news story online or seen a Sunshine State newscast, you know that Florida's greatest export are weird stories about the people who live and play here, and we have a few of those to share, don't we, Kirsten?
0: We always do. We always do. But before we start, there are just a couple of days left for nominations for the 15th Annual Podcast Awards. Yes. So please, go to podcastawards.com. And nominate us in the People's Choice and Comedy categories. The nominations close after July 31st, which means this is the last time we're going to whine at you about yep, this. Yeah, last time. That's also when we find out if we made the top 10, but we need your nominations to get there. So, hashtag shameless plug, and podcastawards.com.
1: And don't worry, we will remind you again at the end of this episode. You as better believe it. we have always been doing. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, so enough pandering. Let's get down to business. This week's stories, as always, ripped from the headlines. Rip
1: from those headlines.
0: And I think we can all relate to this one just a little bit because we've all considered fleeing from Florida over the last few months, right? Yes, indeed. So this one is from the CBC. So we've gone a little international here. Canadian Broadcasting Company. All right. Around two in the morning on Monday, someone in a Ford Explorer with Florida license plates blew across the Canada border without stopping at the Niagara Falls border crossing. Now, Niagara Falls, New York police had tried to stop a similar vehicle that had been driving erratically on the U.S. side of the border. Once it crossed into the Great White North, the Explorer drove into downtown Niagara Falls where it hit a marked police cruiser while trying to evade the police causing about seven grand in damage. Wow. That's that's Canadian dollars, I assume. The driver assaulted police once he was being arrested. He was then taken to the hospital where he bit a nurse. Oh, police geez. say that the man had oxycodone and hydrocodone on him. He's been charged with a, a, a cuttery of offenses. A cuttery. Including operating a vehicle while impaired, assaulting a police officer, resisting arrest, and of course our favorite criminal mischief.
1: Always oh, with criminal mischief. Well, I get excited too crossing into Canada, but this seems a little extreme Uh, Was he worried that the Tim Hortons was going to close down? Oh, Tim Betts. I mean, I really love Tim Bitts too, and I love Tim Hortons, but I'd probably still stop for the border. Yeah. It just seems like something I would do.
0: My thought is, you know, he probably was at the falls. There's all that rushing water. Oh, yeah. He probably had to pee really badly and was just driving super fast to try and find Tim Hortons to use the bathroom. Right. Yeah. That's my theory.
1: I think that's a good theory. I mean, because it does. It's like fossil. Plus at times a thousand like going past <laughs> the Niagara Falls. <laughs> but why bite the nurse? I mean, are we sure the bath salts aren't involved here? I mean, that brings out the zombie in all of us,
0: right? And and Florida and bath salts and and biting—you know—it it all goes hand in hand, right? Yeah. So first of all, he's trying to evade police, and then he hits a police car in the process. So <laughs> not very good at evading police, no, but novice. It's, but
1: it's a—it's Florida, so come on.
0: Sure, novice level. Yeah. Uh, cost about seven grand in damage. Uh-huh. Again with the exchange rate, that's like five thousand two hundred and fifty dollars US. Oh,
1: that's jump change,
0: right? It's a, a a bargain. Yeah, really, it doesn't sound nearly as bad. Yeah, I mean, this is
1: no like Blues Brothers, where like all the cop cars are getting crashed into one another. Right? Yeah, Looks yeah. Looks yeah. like it's just millions of dollars in damage. This is very minor.
0: This this is absolutely minor, so I don't profess to be an expert on drugs.
1: Okay, that's good.
0: So I gotta I gotta preface this right here. I right. don't profess to be an expert on on drugs, pharmaceutical or non pharmaceutical right. variety. You are
1: not a pharmacist nor a drug dealer.
0: However, I have been prescribed both oxycodone and hydrocodone in my life. Look I had at you, back surgery, yeah. all all sorts of nastiness. Yep. And and this was back in the days where you know you could go to the pharmacy. And your doctor would prescribe you basically like a coffee can full
1: of <laughs> of oxy, Bulger's can full of oxy.
0: Right. Um. I don't recall it making me want to drive real fast and get hyper. Basically, it just made me want to sleep.
1: Yeah. It just tolerates the pain so much and manages the pain so much that you just feel so right, comfortable, just so drowsy and, and like comfy. relaxed. Right.
0: Not not car chase-y. Yeah. Yeah. Not, so so clearly I don't know a whole lot about about drugs. I'm sure there's a reason, um, but but at least the way that I'm impacted by these, mm, no, no, no.
1: Yeah, well, I hear you with that. And maybe it's the Florida heat talking for me or that hurricane season is starting to ramp up. Mm. But Canada sounds like a dream at this time oh of year. Oh my
0: God, Canada's uh, beautiful this time I of mean, year. It's, it's,
1: it's the end of July, 1st of August. It's in the perfect part of the world. For it to just be like beautiful weather, ah, oh, I couldn't imagine more wanting to get there very quickly. But I might change my mind around October and want to be back down here. (laughs) So
0: I have been in my life in a hurry to get across the Canada border. Oh, right. Yeah. And that's just because I grew up just outside of Detroit. Yeah. And from the ages of 19 to 21, Canada's the place you go to to get your drink on. Uh, Head on over to
1: Windsor. Yeah.
0: Pretty much every Friday and Saturday night, zip on across the border, but always stopping for border patrol. Yeah. Always stopping.
1: I've always been fascinated by this because I never lived that close to, you know, uh, a national you border close to
0: the Iowa border yeah th- and it's it's a little <laughs> bit
1: different <laughs> crossing the Iowa border than it would be crossing the U.S. border. But I just love the idea of like all of these underage kids storming over. Oh, Canada it absolutely is. It is, back. Or at
0: least when I was of that age, which was a minute ago, Um, it was back to back to back, bumper to bumper cars of U.S. license plates yeah. just trying to cross the border. And then about two in the morning, bumper to bumper to bumper, trying yeah. to get back across the border to the U.S. The
1: tolerance of those cars. Customs and border oh my patrol. It must have been <laughs> something to behold. I mean, still would be, but I mean it's things have changed a lot since yeah. you're a kid and everything like that. So not
0: a kid. A young adult. A, a young, young adult. lady. <laughs> you know, a lot of times when we do these stories and we read about these things, I, I sort of picture them. It's almost like casting the movie in your head, you of know. Course. So yeah. in my mind, first of all, the guy wreaks havoc on the US side of the border, yeah. right? And all I can think of is Bud Boomer from Do you remember the movie Canadian Bacon? Yes,
1: John Candy. Yes, John Candy is
0: Sheriff Bud Boomer, who is sheriff of a town by Niagara Falls in the United States. That is, and then of course, basically declares a one-man war on Canada, which which everyone gets behind eventually because you know those Canadians.
1: Yeah, they walk among us.
0: They do walk among us, undetected, undetected,
1: undeterred, moving by us on the sidewalks at any moment that they want. The
0: population, basically, almost the entire. Population amassed within like fifty Ugh. miles of the U.S. border. I mean, come
1: Canadians, on, unreal. Ugh, Canadians, unreal, Canucks.
0: Right. So that's kind of how I picture one side of the border, and then of course I picture the other side of the border. It's basically all just Dudley Do Right chasing uh-huh, this sure. guy. Yeah,
1: decked out in their finest Mountie exactly uh, apparel. They're
0: they're they're red with their big Mountie hats yep. and and all of that good stuff. Yeah, so, casting the movie in my head.
1: I love it. I think it's great. Anything that pits the US versus Canada, I'm all for it. I mean, sure, I said all those lovely flowery things about Canada earlier, but now the staunt American in me is starting to change my tune a little bit.
0: I feel like I should start singing like Battle Hymn of the Republic in the background as you, (laughs) as you, (laughs) um, so, so our next story, and let me just say here, this episode's about to get a little mature. Mm. Okay. A little mature. Okay. So, you know, send the kids out for a pack of smokes or something. (laughs) (laughs) This next story story comes from Villages News. Okay. An Ocala, Florida woman was arrested last week after reportedly stealing several items from a nearby Walmart.
1: Oh.
0: 53-year-old Monica Lynn Beach selected several items at the store and then headed to the self-checkout lane. A Walmart loss prevention officer watched her scan some of her lower-priced items, but she didn't scan everything. Oh. There were four items she didn't scan. Okay. Toilet paper. Mm-hmm ice cream, necessity, personal lubricant, oh. and a vibrating egg.
1: Ooh.
0: The loss prevention officer stopped her at the door uh, <laughs> where Beach claimed she didn't intend to take the
1: merchandise. Was she vibrating at the time? Maybe?
0: <laughs> Sheriff's deputies were called and after being read her rights, Beach admitted that she accidentally on purpose failed to scan the four oh. items. So she was arrested. Uh, she has been arrested for theft twice in the past This time, she was charged with petty theft and released on bond.
1: Well, I get it. And, you know, believe me, these four unscanned items, TP, Mm -hmm. ice cream, Mm -hmm. lube, and a vibrating egg, it sounds like the shopping list that every horny teen had (laughs) when they went to the pharmacy (laughs) to get prophylactics, (laughs) you know, for a big night on the town. Got to
0: buy a few other things. You got to buy it just to
1: disguise it because that always trips up the pharmacist. It's without fail. Yeah, like you just throw in a couple of things, maybe a comb, uh, maybe some a pack of gum, some Dapper Dan.
0: That's right. Yeah. That's right. Well, kids love a good pomade. That's oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Uh, you know, I hate when I go to Walmart to just steal one item, Ugh. and then I end up with an entire shopping cart full of stuff I need to steal, well, it's, right? Well, it's
1: impossible to walk around there and like, I could really use I that. I need one I of I need those. to steal one of those. I need to steal one of those. It's like I- potato I'm not going to make two trips to you steal You can't it. have just one. can't do it.
0: Um. So, as I read this story, I thought to myself, okay, vibrating egg. Mm. Now, is this... Like like a euphemism that the sheriff's department used is this a euphemism that the like is this a euphemism i'm just not aware of or is this like actually the name of a a product like like the ron popeel vibrating egg you know i don't know (laughs) set it and forget it so (laughs) so i thought okay well i'll go to the walmart website and type in vibrating egg and see what pops up so first of all you would be Astonished at the number of products offered in the vibrating family on the Walmart website. Was it
1: one of those things where when you just keep scrolling and scrolling and eventually you have to be like, view all? And it's like five pages.
0: Pretty much. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And I I mean, Walmart, you know, kind of bills themselves as the wholesome family values place. and, And, you know, not to say that wholesome family values people don't purchase vibrating eggs. Who are we to judge? Who are we to judge? However, an assortment of shapes, sizes, colors, and and yeah.
1: Well that's nice to know. I good I, good to know. I, I want to make sure that my vibrate egg a <laughs> egg matches my shoes or matches my, my bag. Make sure that I'm color coordinating. Accessorizing yes.
0: properly. Absolutely. Now now the problem with this is in doing my research, mm. I did not think this through correctly. And because of the marketing magic mm known as retargeting. Yeah. Now all I'm getting in ads on my internet browser are adult, adult products.
1: Products, things that can aid so, one in adult activities. Yeah. Mm.
0: So good times.
1: Yeah, that is great. And you know, the other thing that I was gonna say is when you really think long and hard about it, these four items, toilet paper, ice cream, personal lubricant, and a vibrating egg, maybe they have something in common. And I just wasn't aware of it. You take a guy like MacGyver, he could probably make a bomb out of this stuff. <laughs> so could it be that that's the connection? I don't know. I'm just spitballing here.
0: You know, when you read that list of items... Yeah. Yeah toilet paper ice cream personal lubricant and vibrating egg yeah it kind of sounded like you were doing a cognitive test <laughs>
1: <laughs> kind of, right that's kind of like, in the news what, right are, the now? what are the four
0: products what are the four products that were yeah. stolen yeah. say them in order
1: come come back to it five <laughs> questions later now what were those questions again what was the third one
0: that's right uh, lubricant. personal lubricant yeah yeah so neither of us have Alzheimer's that's okay. what we just learned right here
1: good to know we are, we are <laughs> safer now we're
0: in the clear for now in the clear wonderful so as you you know, I like to occasionally pepper this podcast with a little bit of Florida knowledge. Yeah,
1: a because we're of... all learning. If, if you're not learning something every day, what are you doing? I
0: I, I don't know. What People are you doing? You might judge,
1: but what are you doing?
0: What are you doing? Yeah. So I thought perhaps I would pepper this with some knowledge about Oklawaha.
1: Oklawaha. Let's hear a little bit more. Oklawaha.
0: Oklawaha, which um is near Ocala and the villages. Yeah basically translates to muddy Mm. so it sounds like a lovely vacation spot it does
1: (laughs) the name of my town means crap hole that's no good
0: (laughs) i I, and i have not been to oklahoma it might be lovely but but muddy Really, that's that's the best you got rough so if i say the phrase bloody wednesday to you does that mean anything
1: Nothing, no. I mean, I just think of U2's Bloody yeah, Sunday. a
0: lesser-known U2 yeah. song. Um, <laughs> so, what if I say Ma Barker?
1: Ma Barker, yes. Uh, crime family. Yes. Uh, yeah, right. Yes,
0: exactly. Big so, shootout? Yes. Oklahoma in 1935 Bloody was Wednesday. the site of Bloody Wednesday, which wow. was the FBI raid and shootout on Ma Barker's hideout in Oklahoma. Five hundred shots fired by the FBI, two hundred and fifty fired back in return. That's crazy. Uh Ma did not did not make it, nor did oh. nor did most of the family, well, not surprisingly. I mean, yeah,
1: five hundred shots into the building.
0: Yeah, you're not you're not going to do so well. Not going to walk out of there too often. The building still exists with the oh. bullet holes. Oh, good. Um, and I do know I don't know if they still do it, but at one time the local chamber of commerce actually did a reenactment <sighs> of the shootout. <laughs> That's which, incredible. Which I think is awesome. I mean, yeah. I'm not one for like civil war reenactments, but that yeah. sounds super boring. However, I would love to see that reenactment. Well, or yeah. be part of it.
1: I mean. Because I, I always think of like gunfight at the OK Corral, but that's also another period thing. I, and Ma Barker would be as well. But it would because it's because it's so close in history, it would still just be like Tommy guns, like blowing yeah. it up and everything like that. I just hope that they get the right house whenever they do that, <laughs> because that could be a rude awakening for anyone in their yeah. home. It's like, we're surrounded going on We're here? surrounded
0: by FBI agents. What's going on? Yeah. So let let's let's hope Must that they bloody
1: Wednesday. They picked the wrong house right up the street. Street.
0: yeah yeah i hate when that happens that's the worst all right so our next story comes to us from tcpalm.com st Lucie county sheriff's deputies were called to an intersection west of fort pierce recently after a report of a possible impaired driver uh-oh there they found a woman asleep on her steering wheel oh. with her foot on the brake Ooh. and the car in drive ah. apparently she'd been there about 20 minutes
1: oh they just got there
0: yeah so, deputies woke the woman up. She said she was tired and hadn't been getting much sleep. Okay. They had her do some field sobriety exercises and then arrested her on DUI. As you do. They also found what looked like drug paraphernalia in her car. So, you know, all in a day's work, right? Sure. So when she was taken to the jail, they x-rayed her, as you do, Uh and uh, spotted something unusual, a a foreign object in, we'll say, her undercarriage. Um, (laughs) Told you it was going to get a little blue today. (laughs) Yeah, here we go. A strip search determined that it was a charred cylindrical pipe, or more specifically, a crack pipe that she'd had tucked away in her tuckus. Hey, now. Deputies asked her why. (laughs) I love that I have my own Ed McMahon. (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, I mean, you it's, are correct, sir. It's a, if you bring up the word tookis I mean, I just have to act like sure. a man, right?
0: So deputies asked her why she didn't tell them about the pipe when they'd asked her and she'd had the chance, and she said that she simply forgot about it. Oh, well, that happens. So on top of her DUI charge, the woman was arrested on possession of drug paraphernalia and also for introducing contraband into a detention facility.
1: Well, if I had a nickel for every time I misplaced my crack pipe up my butt, I could probably (laughs) buy a better story... (laughs) To tell these officers uh, that would work a little bit better. Yeah.
0: All these years, I thought crack pipe was called a crack pipe because you smoked crack in the crack pipe, but it's actually because you keep your pipe in your crack.
1: Why wouldn't you? I mean, I guess they're, they're, I mean, why would you put it in your pocket? I mean, I don't know. (laughs) It's, well, and it's easier to forget, I guess, when it's uh, placed up the old, uh, Hope shoot. But I don't know. Like, I, I'm also wondering now, because we're talking about going through field sobriety exercises, could that misplaced crack pipe have affected her field sobriety test maybe that's what got her into this whole mess to begin with you're just sort of walking a little off kilter you know yeah,
0: good point good point definitely I would say having that tucked away up there could add to the degree of difficulty yeah
1: imagine the skill that would be involved mm. in trying to walk a straight line stand on one foot all those other tests that I've never done
0: <laughs> so I-, I mean it can't be comfortable no and I'm sorry, but forgetting forgetting that it's there. I mean, it's a convenient excuse. It is a convenient excuse because uh, although I am not saying it is the same thing yeah. at all, but I have bad allergies, uh-huh. and there are times where my nose runs and runs yeah. and runs. Yeah, I and know what runs. you're going with this. And yeah. and Corey has has been the um, privy
1: to yes, privy many uh,
0: many incidents where basically I just take a tissue and jam it up each nostril. Yeah. And walk around the house like that.
1: You're like a tissued Wilford Brimley. Ah, goose just, gossage Goose maybe. gossage. Yeah. yeah just <laughs> handlebar tissues hanging around. Yeah, out of walking the nose. around
0: like a like a like a Kleenex walrus. But it makes
1: sense because when you're in those dire straits and your nose feels like it's just a faucet, I mean, instead of just blowing your nose every two seconds, just shove it up there and have it yeah. just yeah. be a cork it. Yeah, cork it, Cork it. Exactly.
0: Now here's the thing. A tissue I would assume is substantially softer mm. than a crack pipe. Yeah,
1: much more comfortable, I would think.
0: I would imagine that perhaps your nostril is not as sensitive right. as your your back door mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I don't ever forget that there's a tissue jammed up my nose. Yeah. But I never forget. No. That it's there. I'm not. I am up, always aware I'm that not, it's there.
1: Not walking out the door and like checking to make yeah, sure I I'm not I'm going, going to a, a job, job interview. Like, oh my with gosh! A... <laughs> I can't believe I still have these massive <laughs> tissues hanging from my nose.
0: Exactly. So so yeah, forgetting that would
1: have cost me the job for sure. Right. Yeah.
0: So what is it with Florida and people cashing out behind the wheel?
1: I don't know, but there are a lot of stories about that.
0: There are. Do you remember, uh, actually, the manager of your favorite baseball team? Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, Tony La Russa, when he had yeah. that like one spring training. Probably
0: about what 10 years ago at least Oh,
1: at least 10 years ago he uh, was on the downhill slide of his career yeah uh a bit embarrassing for the guy but sure of uh, course it's understandable of yeah.
0: course i had a had a few too many and, honestly, and took a nap at a stoplight and, honestly, and got caught
1: yeah i would just prefer that it's like hey if you feel like you're not right to drive I would actually prefer that you just pull off on the side of the road yeah
0: but I don't think he was it's, pulled off on the side of the uh, road I think it was right. just at the stop light.
1: I think you're right and it's either way it's not safe no so, you not know, not safe at all yeah kids out there I'm not I'm not condoning that you do that
0: and this is another example of me not being an expert on drugs because I always thought that crack made you like hyper alert and excitable and, sure. and you know that sort of thing and yeah. not not mm, I need a nap not nap time girl right um, you know, I honestly, I expect this type of behavior, the pulling over and taking a nap mm-hmm. out of the oxy guy in Niagara Falls yeah. from Florida Yeah, and the car chase Juxtapose to be the crack the lady. Two, yeah. So uh, clearly I, I, I don't know enough about this. Yeah.
1: You know, the really bad thing is had she had just forgotten her keys up her butt, <laughs>
0: then this whole thing could have been,
1: it could have been avoided from the get go.
0: She wouldn't have been able to get in the car. That's
1: right. Where did those keys go? Up my butt, couldn't uh, get in the car. That's the way to do it.
0: So should should she keep her crack pipe in a bowl next to the front door with her? I keys? think I
1: would. Yeah, it's always good to have. I like to have a place for me to keep my wallet, my keys, and my you know my phone if I don't have it on me. Crack pipe should really go right in the same place. Yeah. just be part of the valet.
0: I I like it. It's mm-hmm. it's little little um home storage tips. Yeah, from Corey O'Donnell. Tip. Oh, there you go. <laughs> all right, so moving on to our final story, and this is one of those just when you think you've seen everything, which I feel like we say in Florida all the time. Uh, last week, Fort Lauderdale police received a Signal 69 call, which usually means an escaped dog or cat on the run. But this is Florida. After all, After all, the call ended with a kangaroo peacefully surrendering to cops and being driven away in the back of a patrol car. Okay. The kangaroo, named Jack, escaped when his owner took out the recycling before work and then forgot to shut the gate all the way. Oh, boy. Jack was first spotted hopping down North Andrews Avenue around 930 in the morning, and about half a dozen witnesses called 911 to report the site. Jack's owner, Anthony Macias, found out that his kangaroo was on the lam while he was at work, and uh, he called the cops to, to say, hey, that's, that's my roux. Yep. Um, <laughs> Jack apparently lives a fairly domesticated life in Fort Lauderdale. His best friend is a corgi named Max. Oh, that's And he wonderful. even has his own little shed in Macias' backyard. Nice. So Macias has been told that Jack will not be returned to him because Fort Lauderdale isn't zoned for kangaroos. Oh,
1: that's too bad.
0: So for now, Jack has been turned over to Florida Fish and Wildlife. Okay. Macias is hoping he'll get Jack back. He says he has friends in Palm Beach County who are permitted to care for Jack.
1: Oh, that's nice. Well, I hope this all ends happily for Anthony and kangaroo Jack, as I'm going to call him probably from now <laughs> on. But any kangaroo on the run story usually ends with a boxing marsupial, right? I, that's the I way that think. I've always seen it. Like, I'm thinking back to those Looney Tunes where it's always the boxing kangaroo. I, I
0: believe going. this was a peaceful surrender. Yeah. I, I believe no punches were well, thrown. That's what's, no, that's no what's nice about it, it,
1: that it ended very peacefully.
0: Jack's apparently a very docile kangaroo.
1: Yeah. Hey, do you, you, do you think that if Jack can't be returned, do you think maybe you and I can adopt? Jack? Because he sounds really sweet.
0: Are we are we zoned for kangaroos? I don't know if we are. All right,
1: we'll have to check to see if Cape Coral is zoned for kangaroos. My guess is no, but You never knows?
0: know. You never know. We've got some wacky laws here. Yeah, it sounds
1: like Palm Beach County is okay. So.
0: <laughs> right? So a little revisionist history mm. here. So for, you know, 50 years or so, people have had Burmese pythons as pets in right. Florida, which they've just let go. Mm-hmm. And now we have this massive python problem in the Everglades that they're basically destroying the ecosystem. Yeah. What would have happened if 50 years ago people just started collecting kangaroos? And then when the kangaroos got too big to care for, they just yeah. set them free. The well, er-
1: it would be a lot more adorable, that's for sure. Right? The Everglades would be I don't want anything to do place. with a python, but a kangaroo I'd be like, oh. Even I if know. it's full grown and, and maybe a little scary, like I don't want to get kicked by it or anything like that, but it's way better than me dealing with a python.
0: Yeah, but just, yeah. just imagine what the everglades would be like if it were just overrun with kangaroos instead of overrun with it's definitely an
1: invasive species that i can get behind yeah i don't even even know if they would consider it an invasive species because i don't know if it ruins the rest you know or or i would
0: imagine it would eat a lot of the grass maybe and probably it would screw things up in some way it It always does it's not
1: not made for this ecosystem which i guess would be the standard definition right Still, they're so darn cute.
0: They really are. So, so. Um, speaking of exotic pets, and hey. us adopting a kangaroo. Yeah. Which we may or may not be zoned I'm for. getting the shed
1: ready as we speak.
0: <laughs> I did find out there are a lot of exotic pets that are legal in Florida. Oh. Like in a lot of states, there's, you know, you can you can get a lot of animals permitted. Mm-hmm. You might have to get a special permit, but legal in Florida. I mean, some of the more common ones. I know someone here who used to have a pet skunk. Oh, so right. skunks, yeah. So yeah. skunks, squirrels, yeah. raccoons. I mean, I feel like those are kind of I mean, I don't want to say standard yeah. exotic pets. I I like they're the, like the least criminal deterrent. They're the least exotic. Yeah. <laughs> they're the Nobody least Nobody wants to stink badly. No, not no. at all. Um, some other things. Um, bats. Oh. You can have a bat as a pat. Uh, I'm a little
1: freaked out by bats, just fo- personally.
0: I, I like bats. Yeah. Uh, they're like cute little mice with wings. Uh, foxes. Foxes. You can have foxes. All sorts of monkeys. Oh, nice. But I think I found the ideal... Uh, exotic species that is allowed in Florida for oh, us. Oh,
1: what's that? Sloth. Oh, a sloth, of course. Wouldn't a yeah.
0: sloth be awesome? It'd be
1: great. I would just like to walk around and have it like hanging off of me all day long.
0: Like like some sort of a, a stole? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> like a stole.
1: Well, and maybe not all day long, but it would still be fun. A lot of times when you're playing with your pet, it's like you're on the ground with them and playing with them or whatever. Or you might get to pick them up for a little while, but a sloth would just want to hang off of you. Yeah. And that'd so, be really great.
0: Two great things about having a sloth as a pet. Yeah. The first one, sloths only poop like once a week.
1: Oh, that's a win right there.
0: Right? Because the worst thing about having any pet is the poop. Yes. It's the litter box yeah. or it's having to run home on your lunch break to take your dog out. I you don't, don't want have to... to worry about that with a sloth.
1: I don't want to deal with my own poop. That's why I go in the <laughs> toilet because it's just, let's talk about set it and forget it.
0: Um, The other great thing about a sloth, yeah. if you take your recycling out and you leave the gate open, mm. Your your sloth's not going anywhere fast. No. You're not you're not calling nine one one. You don't have a Keystone Cops uh, operation trying to chase <laughs> down your sloth through the streets of Fort Lauderdale. No, you know? they're
1: moving nice and slow. No problem.
0: Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. So the the other thing about this, and and you already said you're going to call him Kangaroo Jack. Of mm-hmm. course, um, the name of the Kangaroo Jack. Yeah. I can only assume is named after the the movie Kangaroo Jack. It just Jack, flows right?
1: right off the tongue. I haven't even seen the movie, and it just lives in my head. Kangaroo
0: Jack. Yeah. So you've never seen Kangaroo never Jack? Never seen it. Wow. Nope. I I can't imagine that you wouldn't rush out to see a movie that has a whopping 8% on uh, Rotten Tomatoes tomato meter. (laughs) That's no
1: good. Okay. Yeah, it is. I uh, probably won't be rushing to see it anytime soon.
0: It's no Shawshank Redemption. That's too bad. But it's also, you know, it's no Battlefield Earth either. I mean, 8% 8 means there was a critic somewhere that liked it. Hey, somebody liked it. Maybe two.
1: Yeah. I mean I maybe. just so who's in Kangaroo Jack because um, I, maybe that'll help me like so be all about
0: it. the fat kid from Stand By Me
1: Yes Jerry O'Connell. Jerry
0: O'Connell. Yep. Not not fat anymore. Married to Rebecca Remain, which I just found out.
1: But he seems like a lovely guy. He does. Yeah. Joe's
0: apartment. Come mm-hmm. on. Another formerly large not large anymore person. Uh, Anthony Anderson. Oh yeah. Back when he
1: was big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm a big fan of his. Like he's on Blackish and he yeah, he's got some really um, great shows. Me myself
0: and Irene. Me myself and
1: Irene He was so good. He was on. great in that. I love that movie.
0: Um also, Christopher Walken. What? Christopher, Christopher Walken is in this. Christopher Walken is in uh, Kangaroo Jack.
1: Well, how did it only get eight percent? I mean, Christopher Walken alone is worth like fifteen percent, right? Just just by him, like showing up. Yeah, in the it's movie. like the
0: Walken handicap.
1: He could have. Yeah, he could have made like a cameo, and it's like bump it. Give him the walking bump.
0: Just walked through and said something awkward and maybe tap oh, dance.
1: Walken. I'm walking through, and this whole thing is going to be bumped. Yeah,
0: that did not sound Gag- like Christopher Walken at Gagaroo all. Kangaroo Jack. You're out of Some shape. Some
1: people have a great walking impression. I just like making fun of it. It's great.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um. So Christopher Walken actually earned a uh, a nomination.
1: Oh, really?
0: Yes, for worst supporting actor at the Razzies. Oh,
1: Razzies, of course. I should have known.
0: Um, also Anthony Anderson nominated in the same category.
1: Boom. That's like the silence of the lamb of the Razzies. <laughs> <laughs> all kinds of, or the, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, one Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest of the Razzies.
0: More like Titanic. Oh, you know, yeah. two people from the same, oh, but that wasn't the same category. No. Well, whatever. Yeah. We, we could try and figure but it this was out like, all day. Yeah,
1: but it was a big, big deal. Um, big deal for the Razzies. Yeah.
0: It did win one award. Oh. And I love this. Okay. It won the Kids' Choice Blimp Award.
1: Oh, the Blimp Award.
0: It, it won a Blimp Award for Favorite Fart. In a movie.
1: I never think about tracking my favorite farts in movies, but especially, especially <laughs> as I'm at the movie theater. It's like, well, there's one. That's a really good one. I'll have to make a mark of that one. But Oh,
0: you could start a website kind of like uh, MrSkin.com, yeah. only instead like of Like time coding the farts? Right, time coding every movie's fart.
1: Yeah, I don't know if that's going to like take off or anything. You don't think so? Yeah.
0: Farts don't have that same cachet yeah. as naked starlets. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? We'll table
1: it for now. Maybe it'll be something. That we discuss later on. There you go. We'll yeah.
0: workshop it a little. Workshop bit. Workshop it. See, <laughs> see if we can like
1: punch it up a little bit.
0: So, uh, so yeah. That's uh, that's the kangaroo story. The kangaroo story.
1: So, what did we learn this week? I, well, I'll tell you what I learned. Please. I learned that Florida plates are a big red flag at border crossings, or should I say, a checkered flag?
0: Oh, all right. Well, I learned uh, that you can get more than one kind of egg at Walmart.
1: <laughs> yes, you can indeed. Uh, I also learned that forgetting where you left your crack pipe is never a good thing.
0: So true. Yeah. Um, and I learned that you can name your pet kangaroo after a movie, but that doesn't guarantee a happy ending. No,
1: to 8% story. on Rotten p- Tomatoes, that is not good.
0: So those were our freakiest Florida finds for the week. But as always, you can find plenty of other wacky news stories from across the Sunshine State On our Facebook and Twitter pages. Yeah,
1: remember to follow us, like us, and share us. That's at FLA Freak Show. And if you see a Florida story we missed, feel free to share it with us
0: also don't forget to rate review and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and tell a friend it really helps us out that D- did i sound pathetic enough tell a friend Please tell a friend. it helps us out and helps us find more freaky fans like all of you
1: and finally now that the episode is nearly over let's t- please take a quick trip to podcastawards.com submit your vote for the florida freak show in the people's choice and the comedy categories by july 31st that's only a few days away so if it's the weekend it's too late all you need to do is register then pick florida freak show from the drop down menu in those two categories do it until next time i'm Corey o'donnell
0: and i'm kirsten o'donnell we'll be back next week and until then let your florida freak flag fly
1: goodbye